Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Blind Analysis. My name is Tommy A. Valdez. Today, I want to talk a little NFL news. I also want to talk um, a little bit about the AFC South Division, and I also want to talk a little more Seattle Mariners baseball. So first, I'm going to start off with the latest NFL news. Um, some interesting news coming out of the Cleveland Browns training camp. Uh, they have come across some issues with Kareem Hunt. Um, Kareem Hunt has asked for a contract extension. Uh, the Browns have not yet given Kareem Hunt that contract extension despite him going into the final year of his contract. Uh, so Kareem Hunt has requested a trade and the Browns have denied that trade request. So uh, we'll see what this means moving forward. Uh, we'll see if the Browns and Kareem Hunt can work something out. Um, but I do think the Browns are a much better team when Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are both on the field together. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. But that is some interesting uh, developing news to keep an eye on. Um, and here's some more interesting news. Um, Odell Beckham Jr., according to Bleacher Report, um, has shown some interest in signing with the Buffalo Bills. Um, and just thinking about what that could look like. Um, with Stefan Diggs and Odell Beckham Jr. both possibly catching passes from Josh Allen, that could be lethal. Um, so we'll see if that ends up happening. Of course, Odell Beckham Jr. is still recovering from that torn ACL. So I feel like he's not really in a rush to sign. Um, but, you know, the sooner the better, obviously. Um, so we'll see if that ends up happening. Um, but um, Man, that would that would be really interesting, and that would be a lethal offense if it does happen. So, um, we'll see what happens with that. Um, but now I want to talk about the AFC South division. Um, interesting teams in this division. Uh, you have a couple of teams uh, that can really contend uh, to win this division, and a couple of rebuilding teams as well. Um, first, I want to talk about last year's AFC South division champions, the Tennessee Titans. Um, a team uh, with their quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, going into the final year of his contract. Uh, the Titans are really looking for a big year out of Ryan Tannehill, but really the biggest weapon on this Tennessee Titans offense is their running back, Derrick Henry. Uh, to give you guys an idea of how good of a running back Derrick Henry is, um, despite breaking his foot in the middle of the season last year and uh, Coming back towards the end of the season, um, Derrick Henry still finished sixth in the league in rushing. Uh, so that gives you an idea of how solid of a running back Derrick Henry really is. Um, you know, like I said, he is the best weapon on this Titans offense. Uh, but you look at some of their wide receivers. Uh, Traylon Burtz uh, is a guy that they drafted essentially to replace A.J. Brown. Um you know, the Titans, uh, with the Titans trading A.J. Brown to the Philadelphia Eagles, um, you know, trailing Burks um, was often compared to A.J. Brown coming out of the draft. Um, so the Titans are basically getting a cheaper version of A.J. Brown, and they are hoping that uh, Traylon Burks uh, could be that new number one target for Ryan Tannehill. Um, and, uh, you know, also with the addition of Robert Woods, when he becomes fully healthy, after recovering from that torn ACL, uh, that's going to be another very good addition to uh, this Titans offense. 
Um, and, um, you know, defensively, the Titans are going to have to play well. Um, but, um, you know, we'll see what happens uh, with the Titans. Uh, you look at the Colts, I think this is the team that is most likely going to win the AFC South uh, with their new quarterback, Matt Ryan, a very good quarterback with a strong arm. Um, he had a incredible career with the Atlanta Falcons. Um, and uh, now he's going to be, be he's going to be playing behind a very good offensive line um, with the Indianapolis Colts. So I do expect Matt Ryan to have a very big season. Uh, he's got some good weapons uh, with Michael Pittman Jr. and Paris Campbell, um, and of course he has one of the best running backs in the league in Jonathan Taylor, who last season led the league in rushing. And um, not only is he good at running the football. He is a great pass catcher as well, and uh, he was the best when it came to breaking tackles last season. So the Colts um, are expecting another big season out of Jonathan Taylor, um, and uh, very similar to the Tennessee Titans with Derrick Henry, uh, the Colts will go as far as Jonathan Taylor will carry them. So, um, you know, I think uh, that... Um, you know, the Colts have uh, the best defense in this division as well. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, but uh, you look at the Jaguars, um, they're a team um, working on uh, rebuilding uh, their football team, um, trying to avoid having the number one draft pick overall for the third year in a row. Um, Trevor Lawrence going into his second season. As the Jaguars starting quarterback, uh, they're expecting some big things from uh, Trevor Lawrence. Um, and uh, with the addition of uh, Christian Kirk, that's going to be a very good weapon um, for the Jaguars. Um, and you look at their running backs, uh, James Robinson and Travis Etienne. Um, you know, James Robinson had a very good year last year for the Jaguars and uh, Travis Etienne played with Trevor Lawrence in college. Um, and uh, last season, um, he had a foot injury, uh, which kept him out all of last season. So, um, you know, uh, with him coming back um, and having chemistry with Trevor Lawrence, uh, that is going to make this team better as well. Um, and uh, defensively, with the addition of Trayvon Walker, uh, this year's number one overall draft pick, that's going to make the Jaguars better as well. Um, so we'll see if they can avoid being that number one draft pick overall this season. Um, but, um, you know, we'll see what happens. And then you have the Houston Texans, another interesting team uh, rebuilding. But they do have a good veteran mix on this team as well. Um, with Davis Mills, their starting quarterback, going into his second season um, after having a pretty good rookie year. Once he took over with 16 touchdowns and 10 interceptions, um, you know, uh, Davis Mills was able to string together a few wins for the Texans. Um, and they have some pretty good veteran players. Uh, you look at their running backs uh, with the addition of Marlon Mack. That's going to be a good addition for the Texans. Um, and uh, they also have, uh, uh, they also have um, uh, Rex Burkhead as well. Um, so uh, that's going to be um, a good running back for the Texans. Um, and you look at their receivers, um, 
uh, with guys like Brandon Cooks, a very fast, explosive wide receiver. Uh, they also have a couple of veteran guys like Philip Dorsett and Chris Conley. So um, good weapons for Davis Mills uh, to throw the football to. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens with their new head coach, Lovey Smith. Um, I do expect the Texans uh, to find a way to put together a pretty good defense as well. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, but, um, you know, I think uh, this division is going to come down to the Colts and the Titans. Um, and uh, the winner of this division will be the team that does a better job of running the football and uh, playing better defense. Um, so with that being said, I do think the Colts have a little bit of an edge over the Titans. Um, and uh, we'll see what happens. So uh, that's my thoughts on the AFC South. Now I want to talk Mariners baseball. I want to talk about this Mariners Angels series. And I also want to preview the upcoming series between the Seattle Mariners and the New York Yankees. So um, first I'm going to start off um, by talking about game one. Uh, Robbie Ray on the mound for the Mariners going up against Patrick Sandoval. And uh, this game featured some really good pitching. Uh, both starting pitchers pitched very well. Uh, the Angels, they get on the board first with an RBI base hit by Joe Adele to give the Angels an early one nothing lead, but that would be the only run that Robbie Ray would give up. He pitches seven innings, only gives up one run, strikes out 10 batters, um, and uh, really does a good job of bouncing back after a couple of rough outings against the Houston Astros. Uh, Robbie Ray really pitched well. Uh, he left the game trailing one nothing. Mariners really couldn't get anything going against Patrick Sandoval early on in this ballgame. Um, Patrick Sandoval pitched five and a third scoreless innings, left a lot of traffic on the bases, um, and the Mariners really couldn't get that big hit. Uh, but then the Angels added on with a two-run home run by Max Stassi to extend the Angels' lead to three to nothing. But then here come the Mariners. In the bottom of the ninth inning, Mariners down to their final out. And Adam Frazier comes through with an RBI base hit to put the Mariners on the board. Um, and you look at what Adam Frazier has done since June 27th. He is batting over 300. So Adam Frazier is having a very good second half of the season. Really swung the bat well in July and early on here in August. Um, so good to see Adam Frazier swinging the bat well um, and uh, coming through to put a run on the board. And then good to have Ty France back in the Mariners lineup. He comes through with a uh, two-run single to tie the game up at 3-3 three to three and send this game into extra innings. Uh, but then the Angels get a run in the top of the 10th. Taylor Ward hits a sacrifice fly to drive in a run from third base. And the Angels um, jump out to a 4-3 to three lead. Mariners were not able to answer back in the bottom of the 10th inning. And the Angels take game one. Final score of 4-3. to three. Game 2 and 3, that was the doubleheader that took place on Saturday. Um, game 2, George Kirby was on the mound for the Mariners, uh, going up against Jaime Berea. Um, and this was another game that featured some really good pitching. Um, the Angels get on the board first with an RBI base hit by Mickey Moniak to give the Angels an early one to nothing lead. But that would be the only run that George Kirby would give up. He pitched six innings, only gave up one run. Uh, he struck out eight batters, and uh, George Kirby was very effective. 
Uh, you look at his strikeout to walk ratio. Um, George Kirby um, has about 7.9 strikeouts uh, to every one walk. So um, he is doing an incredible job in his rookie season. Um, and the Mariners jump back in front uh, with a two-run home run by Ty France. Uh, his 14th home run of the season to give the Mariners a 2-1 to lead. And the Mariners go on to win this game, final score of 2-1. to George Kirby picks up his third win of the season to get his record to 3-3. Three and three. And the Mariners win the game, final score of 2-1. to one. Uh, Game 3 and Game 2 of this doubleheader, a rough game for the Mariners. Chris Flexen on the mound for the Mariners going up against Reed Deadmers. And uh, the Angels, they really get to Chris Flexen. Um, and uh, Taylor Ward drives in the first run with an RBI double. A really good game for David Fletcher as well. Um, he drives in three runs, and he hits a solo home run in this ball game. Uh, Mickey Moniak also hits a home run in this ball game as well. He drives in a couple of runs, and the Angels go on to win this game. Final score of seven to one. Mariners really couldn't get anything going against Reed Deadmers except for a solo home run by Luis Torrens, his first home run of the season. Uh, but the Angels go on to win this ball game, final score of 7-1. to one. Um, And then in game four, the final game of this series, Marco Gonzalez gets to start for the Mariners, uh, going up against um, um, uh, going up against uh, Tucker Davidson. And um, it's the Mariners that get their offense going in this ball game. A. Eugenio Suarez gets things started with an RBI double to give the Mariners an early one to nothing lead. Um, and then a little bit later on in the ball game, bases loaded for Jesse Winker, and Grandma gets out the rye bread and mustard and makes a grand salami sandwich. Jesse Winker hits a grand slam, his 11th home run of the season, his third career grand slam. This extends the Mariners' lead to 5 to nothing. Then the Angels get on the board. David Fletcher hits a two-run double to cut the Mariners' lead to 5-2. to two. Uh, But then Sam Haggerty comes through with an RBI base hit to extend the Mariners' lead to 6-2. to two. Um, And then uh, David Fletcher drives in another run with a sacrifice fly to make the score 6-3. to three. And the Mariners go on to win that game, final score of 6-3. to three. Good to have Mitch Hanniger back um, in this Mariners lineup. He comes back in game three of this series. He comes through with a couple of big hits in this series, and hopefully he can provide a spark to this Mariners offense moving forward as the Mariners uh, split um, two games apiece in this series against the Angels. Um, and the Mariners looking for a big, looking forward to a big series against the New York Yankees. Uh, looking at this series, this is going to feature some really good pitching matchups. Um, I am really excited. I will be at Game 2 and Game 3 of this series in Seattle at T-Mobile Park. Um, it will be my first time back at T-Mobile, T-Mobile Park since 2019, since before the pandemic. So uh, I'm really excited to go back. Um, and uh, I'm going to be like a kid at a candy store. Um, and uh, it's going to be awesome. So uh, looking at this, these pitching matchups, we have a couple of rematches. Uh, game one, Logan Gilbert on the mound for the Mariners going up against Jamison Tyone. 
Uh, game two, uh, Luis Castillo will go up against uh, Garrett Cole. That's going to be another really good pitching matchup. And then in game three, Robbie Ray will be on the mound for the Mariners going up against Nestor Cortez, uh, Nasty Nestor, the former Mariner. So um, that's going to be a fun series. Uh, these will probably be some low-scoring games, um, but we'll see what happens. It's going to be fun, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. The Yankees uh, struggling right now. They are on a five-game losing streak. Uh, so the Mariners um, hope to keep that losing streak going for the Yankees. Um, but this Yankees lineup is very good, um, and uh, you know uh, we'll see what happens. It's going to be fun. And uh, I can't wait to get there. So it's going to be awesome. Uh, so that's my thoughts on Mariners baseball. Now I just want to leave you guys with some encouraging words before I go. Uh, for anyone who really needs some encouragement today, um, you know, the Bible says, um, you may feel like you are pressed on every side, but you are not crushed. You may feel like you are being persecuted, but you are not abandoned. Um, you may feel like you are struck down, but you are not destroyed. Um, you know, this is an incredible reminder that no matter what we are going through in life, um, if we can just hang on to the promises of God, God's promises will endure. And uh, let's always remember to choose joy each and every single day because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Um, and as long as we just continue to choose joy and always trust in the Lord, in the end, everything will be all right. So I just want to leave you guys with that. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you guys. Always remember that God is good and God is love and God is good all the time. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you guys. See you next time. Go Mariners.